The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Ready? Go! Brace yourself. All right, everybody, listen up. You wanted a better outdoor radio show, and we heard you. Yeah! An outdoor radio show for all people. Sweet! A show that all others will be judged. We are at the point of no return. You demanded it, and we created it. You basically yell everything you say. Oh, yeah! Let the revolution begin. Let's crank it up! Welcome to the revolution with Jim and Trav, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. It's Wild Outdoors! All right, so we got the Kansas Catman. Yep. We have Jim Shockey. And Brian Tucker. Hey, that's a trip to win right there. This is going to be such a fantastic show, and somehow uh, we talked Jim Shockey into sticking around for a three-part interview. Uh, Thanks a lot, guys. You're the best of the best. I appreciate it. Isn't that something? Three parts with Jim Shockey. He doesn't even like us, so that's pretty (laughs) neat right there. All right, so you want to say anything before we get to Cat Daddy? He has an interesting update for us. He went on quite an excursion. He did. uh, And he is Took off and went to Montana. Yeah, he's here to tell us about that. So uh, let's get to Cat Daddy. And it's brought to you by Yamaha at YamahaMotorsports.com. Thanks for tuning into The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now, here's our catfishing guru, the proprietor of the bean hole, and a man with over 250 pairs of overalls, Cat Daddy. Brought to you by Yamaha's proven off-road ATVs and side-by-side vehicles. Check them out at YamahaMotorsports.com. Here are the boys. All right, so our next guest is now called Mountain Cat. That is Cat Daddy. He is the Kansas Cat Man, freshly back from Montana on his excursion to find the elusive Montana catfish. He was looking for Lewis and Clark. Cat Daddy, how did it go? Well, I tell you what, does a bear hoot in the woods or what? <laughs> man, you were... I've seen more bear I ever want to see again in my entire life, man. You know, I went on vacation kind of like and. Me and the wife and uh, my daughter and her husband, man, we went everywhere. I, I rented a big four-wheeler, one of them Arctic cats that had six wheels on it or something like that. Oh, wow. I got in there, man, with burning rubber across the Badlands. And, <laughs> boy, I was like the Mojave Desert. <laughs> we was all over the Teton, Teton Mountains and the rolling hills of South Dakota and I couldn't find hider hair of a daggone catfish, man. Now, I'm going to tell you, you weren't within 300 miles of a bean hole. Something was wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Something was wrong. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I, it, it, was, uh, it was a sad thing when the old boy couldn't find any catfish or nothing. Yeah. yeah, but you could get up there and catch a ton of trout and use them for bait. What? You know, my daughter caught a trout, and I, I was like, man, I was hiding. He was going to disown her. <laughs> yeah. He was going to disown her. You were literally like a fish out of water up there. Oh. <laughs> Oh, man. Beautiful area up around in there, though, but I don't care how far deep in the woods you went or how high on a mountain you climbed, they just wasn't no catfish, man. You could find uh, There was no literature 
you're on just nothing catfish, man. I was like, oh man, I, I, I got to get out of here. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you have all these elk hunters up there. I guess they're too good for catfish. Uh, you know, I don't know. It's disappointing. But now you're back in the holy land, catfishing. Yeah, I'm back in the holy land. I get back here and my boat still ain't done yet. Really? The tuna tub's still down and out. Yeah, down and out, boy. I tell you, I just I sold my pontoon, so I'm I'm just kind of sitting here twiddling my thumbs. Mm. Got not much going on, but been out bucket fishing with my five gallon bucket and been catching a few nice cats. But boy, it's hard to have a uh, uh, take a client out and hand him a five gallon bucket. <laughs> yeah, he says. A portable loo. You know, I guess it could be like a fancy experience if it's one of those $200 Yeti buckets. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Um, so, but is the catfish in the weather's hot? Is the bite hot? Oh, man, the catfish are on. Yeah. I mean, you know, don't waste no time because it's, it, it's, it's on out there, man. Uh, the catfish are biting good. The water's getting hot. That, that old bait put out that scent. Yeah, you go out right now, you knock them out. Yeah. Knock now, them out. I've been doing it on a five-gallon bucket, but, oh, boy, like I say, you can't give a client a five-gallon bucket. And if you do, oh, man, it's, it's just a sad thing. I'll tell you what. If anyone out there has a voltage regulator. That'll fit on anything. That'll fit on. If you just have a nice Yamaha outboard, you want to send to Cat Daddy. Just go ahead and send it to Cat Daddy. Uh, and I'm sure if someone gave you a brand new engine, you take them fishing, right? I believe that might be the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. And he will bring the Pepsis. Yeah, you know, Trav, you said that just like old Justin Wilson used to say it. <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, if you 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 still have to be out there probably like uh, in your garage getting the beans ready because as soon as you get back out on the water, like you said, it's going to be nonstop action. Oh, right? it, it's going to be hell's bells, boys. I'm, yeah. I'm telling you that right now. I've been stirring my beans out there with the boat paddle. Yeah, the wicked, the wicked. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I was thinking about what you had said, that no catfish, per se, in Montana. I wonder how far west they go. You know, you get in northern Michigan, they got catfish up there. You get in Wisconsin yeah, and Minnesota. Up in there, man, but it just ain't like the good old Kansas. That's Probably just terrible. Sturgis. God bless well, America. Well, you, you know something, man, uh, <laughs> I've seen plenty of moose and goose and bears and wolves and all, all buffalo. Buffalo, man, I, I tell you a story about a buffalo. Come right up in front of a vehicle. I was like, man, I ain't never been that close to a buffalo, let alone a, 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 a big old pile of buffalo dude. <laughs> <laughs> man, he dropped there right in front of me. That probably make great bait. <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't get it out for nothing. How do you get it to stay on the hook? Well, Cat Daddy, if anybody wants to book a trip to go to Montana, or if they want to go fishing on a bucket. Or they just want to ride on a uh, Yamaha four-wheeler. Yeah, if they want to learn how to stir some beans with a boat paddle, man. Where can we find you online? <laughs> well, now I got brand new five-gallon buckets for us. Ooh. Yeah, they're nice. <laughs> www.catdaddyguideservices.com. And that's with a free bucket. Yeah, there you go. And if you'd like to write old Cat Daddy, maybe to send him a photograph of your voltage regulator yeah send it to <laughs> cat daddy underscore one at msn.com and this has been brought to you by yamaha's proven off-road atvs and side-by-side vehicles hop online check them out yamahamotorsports.com jimbo who we got coming up next hey coming up next you're not gonna believe this old jim shockey's the host of shock therapy on outdoor channel sundays at 6 30 the cowboy jim shockey he is coming up next mr cat daddy though nobody can ever replace you we love you buddy you know what they say trav Oh, bucket. <laughs>
<laughs> Hello, no one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, Trav. I'm calling to say that I no longer love you. My heart now belongs to Cat Daddy. What can I say? He's the angler of my dreams. He whiskered his way into my heart. And so I guess this is goodbye. You still have the phone on, eh? Buddies with Cat Daddy. He's so hairy. She wanted that tuna tub bean whole action late night flathead fury. Disgusting. My kids are calling Cat Daddy Poppy. Mmm, yeah, boy. The Revolution with Jim and Trav. Thanks for checking out JimandTrav.com and providing us with all the amazing and constructive feedback. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. With your help, the show keeps getting better. Stay tuned. The boys will continue after these important messages. More hunts. More meat. Steven Rinella and the Meat Eater crew are back with a brand new series on Sportsman Channel. When you work really, really hard for something, it's incredibly gratifying. New adventures, new experiences. I was like nervous, excited. It's just like so amazing. The hunt is all about hanging with your buddies and having a good time in the woods. Fill up on Meat Eater Hunts, Sunday at 9 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. Let's keep on. It's time to reimagine the off-road experience because Yamaha has reimagined the side-by-side. Available in either two- or four-seat models, the Wolverine R-Max 1000 lineup sets a new benchmark in the off-road world. Featuring a 999cc parallel twin engine, aggressive tires, and an automotive-style cabin. And select models include high-performance Fox IQS in-cab adjustable suspension, all-new D-Mode to optimize power delivery, an integrated Yamaha Adventure Pro navigation system, and much more. Visit YamahaMotorsports.com to learn more about the Wolverine R-Max 1000. It's time to get out there and realize your adventure with Yamaha. Professional driver on closed course. Always protect the environment and wear your seatbelt, helmet, eye protection, and protective clothing. Read the owner's manual and product warning labels before operation. Vehicle specifications subject to change. Wild Outdoors is on this week's Revolution with Jim and Trav. Now launching into a three-parter with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Jim Shockey, host of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. This is part one. Hey, we are back. We're talking Wild Outdoors on this week's show. Before the break, Cat Daddy was on talking about his wild trip to Montana in his bibbed overhauls looking for the elusive catfish. Looking for the elusive catfish in Montana. The only man that could find that, though, is Jim Shockey. He's just now joining us. He is the host of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the only man that John Wayne would have bowed to. Mr. Jim, how's it going, buddy? <laughs> I, well, I apologize to John Wayne if he's out there listening. Oh, my goodness. Uh, John Wayne was the man. I mean, he... Uh, I was reading through some of his quotes the other day, and uh, I mean, he's he was a pretty special man. and I use that term, man. That's what he was. Well, it's really, <laughs> what's really neat watching shock therapy, and there's a quote from you, and it really shines through once you watch shock therapy. This is what you said. A trophy is a memory of something that happened. Only recently have people twisted it to be about ego. When you're talking about the hunts, the experience, the people you meet along the way, fermented mare's milk, 
what it meant to everyone on the crew that hunt you, the people, the animals, the adventure. That quote really comes to life and rings true, Mr. Jim. Yeah, I mean, it, it's the the term has been hijacked. I mean, it, you know, a trophy by definition is is a memory of an event or an accomplishment. You know, and, and that you know something that elicits that memory. In a photo, for instance, when someone's with their their deer, their you know their first deer, or, or maybe their biggest deer, or maybe just a deer. I mean, they're that's their memory, and and to somehow you know vilify the person in the photo because they're smiling and say that's all about ego. It's just, you know, I, I mean, personally, I don't know about you guys, but I'm a little tired of, of the uh, political correctly, you know, judging and, and twisting and and mutating things that are good into, you know, some narrative that fits what their ideology is. I, I mean, it, taking a picture with the animal that you hunted, that you practiced and worked for and and learn the skills and, and uh, then spent the time to learn about the habits of the animal. I mean, and then to successfully get that animal that you know is going to feed you and your family, your friends over the winter, you know, that's something you should be proud of, you know, living field to table and, and to vilify that person, uh, you know, marginalize them because they're, they took a picture behind the animal. They're proud of it. You know, that's, they're proud of the accomplishment. It's not their ego. And, and uh, anyway, I'm, I'm just a, yeah, I'm <laughs> probably shouldn't get me started on that. We don't have <laughs> time, but, uh, but yeah, that, that, that's been hijacked and, and uh, it does a disservice to the wildlife of the world. Well, you know, it's really interesting. I was raised in Michigan and hunted a lot in northern Michigan for white-tailed deer. And now where we hunted, it was not very populous with good deer or any deer and yet it was something about going up to the cabin and you know what it's like you were raised hunting with your dad and so forth go up to the cabin you hear the stories year after year after year but it's that that really brought me back to hunting you know and and uh, not necessarily the kill because we sometimes would go a whole season not even see an animal yeah it's not it's not about the kill that you know Again, that's something that's been hijacked as well, that, that hunting is about killing. It, it, it absolutely is not. I mean, it, the kill is a tiny, tiny few seconds of a hunt, and that's not, you know, we don't enjoy killing things, but you have to eat, and it's it's hypocritical to say that, you know, nothing died, but I'm eating this big juicy steak in a fancy restaurant. I mean, that was a living being at one time, and and. So, you know, death begets life begets death begets life. We understand that as hunters. But to say that hunting is about killing something is, is uh, it, it's wrong. It's not the truth. And, and uh, we all know that a huge part of hunting is, is family and camaraderie, you know, friendship, you know, the passing on of traditions, the quality time spent in the woods with the people that you love and care about. It's, and and the, to see the wildlife, maybe you saw a squirrel. You may not have seen a deer, but you saw a squirrel or a rabbit, or maybe you just saw birds. Maybe it was a woodpecker. It doesn't matter. You were out there communing with nature and and, and getting in touch with your ancestral soul, and that's what hunting is about. And uh, again, you know, the the term hunting is equated in popular press to mean you know killing something, and and we all know that's not true. That's a tiny, tiny 
almost insignificant part of, of what hunting is all about. Well, I think it's funny. Um, one of your first ever hunting experiences was around like two or three years of age hunting earthworms uh, <laughs> and how that really yeah. inspired you to be a hunter. And the thing is, it's like, you know, you're a naturalist, you're a hunter gatherer. I always see you post the stuff you're out there uh, with the misses and you have your garden. You live off the land. You don't preach it. You live it, Mr. Jim. Yeah, and, and, and that's why I'm not afraid of, you know, and go ahead, attack me. You can't public shame me for living a lifestyle that, that I believe in and that so many of us believe in. And, and we live it. I mean, it's who we are. You know, hunting isn't what, what we do. It's who we are. And uh, I'm, I'm proud of it. And, and like I say, you know, if someone wants to attack me for living that kind of a lifestyle, you know, I mean, what are they going to do? Send me home? (laughs) This is how I live and and, uh, no apologies for it. It's, I think it's a healthy uh, lifestyle, you know, a a wonderful way to live and and, uh, too bad more people don't live like that. You bet. Hey, we're coming up on a hard break. Can you stick around for another part? Absolutely. Love to. All right. We're talking with Jim Shockey. He's the host of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel Sundays at 630 Eastern Time. Mm -hmm. And this has been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Now, Mr. Jim, to learn more about you, follow along. Everything you do is so amazing. Also, Shock Therapy and your partners, buddy. Where can we find you online? Uh, well, jimshockey.com uh, and any of the social media platforms, you can <laughs> pretty pretty much follow what I do daily on uh, Facebook or Instagram, even Twitter. You bet. Hey, more Jim Shockey right after this. Don't go anywhere. Knock, knock. Who's there? It's part two with Jim Shockey, and it's coming up next. That's who. Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey. Jim Shockey! He wears a cowboy hat! Jim Shockey! The revolution with Jim and Trav is everywhere you are. Never miss a second of the action. Heard from coast to coast on your favorite radio stations. Online at JimandTrav.com and on your smart speaker. Just say, play the revolution with Jim and Trav. I'm glad you asked. Stay tuned. The revolution will continue after these short messages. Join the best in the business on the Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. The next two hours could seriously impact my fishing career. This is starting to get awesome. That's the best catch of the day right there. Crazy. You can cut the tension with a knife. We're going to go win this tournament. Six regular season events come to a head at the Tackle Warehouse title. This tournament just got real interesting. Major League Fishing's Tackle Warehouse Pro Circuit. Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern on Sportsman Channel. High Mountain Seasonings, the world's best kits for turning your game into jerky and sausage. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The Revolution with Jim and Travis back with Wild Outdoors. Now let's get back to Mr. Jim Shockey, host of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel, Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by My Outdoor TV. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. Here's part two. Hey, we're back. We're talking Wild Outdoors on this week's show. And uh, before the break, we had part one with Jim Shockey. You've got to go back and go to our website, jimandtrav.com, and you can pick up the first half of this interview. Now, the thing is, we've got to find out whether or not Jim Shockey found Boone and Crockett 
Nightcrawlers. Of course he did. And make sure you watch Shock Therapy Outdoor Channel Sundays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. That is actually what his hat band is made out of. <laughs> um, now, there is a story, Mr. Jim, and it's about your first ever moose hunt. I think you're about 16 years old with your dad. And for you guys, subsistence hunting was how you made it through. If you didn't get a moose, you didn't eat that winter. You went hunting with him. You both shot at the moose. Break down the story. What actually happened? (laughs) Well, I mean, I'll I'll tell you the end of the story first is that I got my first moose. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now, if my father was still alive, he might argue with that ending. Uh, It was uh, was bitter cold Saskatchewan, uh, northern Saskatchewan, uh, and there's cut lines. It's flat country. They they cut bulldozer straight cut lines that go through the bush for miles and then grid grid the whole country. Um, and the way we used to hunt the moose was walk those cut lines till we found fresh moose tracks. And then we'd send one of our, one of my dad's brothers, one of my uncles in on the track. And we would walk all the way around that block and pick a spot thinking that maybe the moose would, uh, would run out across that cut line. And that, that's exactly what happened on that first hunt. I think I was 16. Uh, my dad and I were both shooting 270s. Uh, dad was a big Jack O'Connor fan. Uh, so that's why, you know, he would never let me have any, any more powerful gun than a 270 Winchester. <laughs> so we, as we were walking along, we could see the flash of the moose coming across. There was two of them, two cow moose actually. And uh, at the time it was legal to shoot cow moose. So we didn't even think about it. It's meat. In those days, like like you said, if we didn't get our moose every fall, we didn't eat meat. I mean, it was macaroni for us. Mm. So I stepped to the side. This was my first hunt with my dad for moose, so, you know, sort of coming of age. And uh, when the first moose crossed, it was running. And, it, you know, the cut lines aren't big. They're probably as wide as a bulldozer blade, 15 feet or so. And wow. 10 feet out, I'm not sure. So it was just a, a flash across in front of us. And both our rifles went off at the same instant. Before we could reload, the second moose ran across, but we didn't get a shot at that one. So we, we walked over, and, and literally my uncle, who, was, who had been tracking, said it sounded like one shot because uh, we shot at the same instant as it crossed. Uh, when we walked over, we found that the moose was dead, uh, but there was only one bullet hole in it, <laughs> one perfect, perfectly placed bullet hole. And uh, my dad, for years and years, he'd tell that story, and... Then he would he would look at everybody and say, "So who do you think got that moose? Was it was it the, the cagey old veteran?" And he'd bring his you know pantomime his his gun coming up, uh, you know carefully and aiming it. He said, "Or that eager young beginner." And he'd shake the gun all over the place, a fake you know just with his hand, saying that uh, that I couldn't possibly have made the shot. So so it, it was an argument that my father and I you know with smiles on our faces uh, had for. Well, as long as my dad was alive, he's still, I'm, I'm sure he's telling that story right now to St. Pete up in, up in heaven. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, I was there too. Uh, but the thing is, did you ever consider that maybe they went through the same hole? <laughs> well, you know, I, that was a possibility. And uh, except when we butchered up the uh, moose, there was only one actual bullet <laughs> in the, uh, on, on, on the ribs on the far side. And we both shot the same ammunition. There was, you know, to this day, it's a it's a mystery, and uh, and I, I you know deny 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 that I was an eager young beginner, but I, I have to admit I was certainly not as experienced as my dad. He he was a local legend when it came to moose hunting. Well, I mean, 
Mr. Jim, you are a legend in the outdoors. You're one of the greatest hunters, greatest storytellers in shock therapy, going behind the scenes and really breaking it down. You get that connection and it's like your museum. You're not walking into a trophy room with a bunch of heads. There's a story. There's history. It's like you connect. You feel like you're, you're on that hunt. You know, is that why you created shock therapy in the museum? to hopefully have people give a glimpse into this lifestyle and get inspired by it? it yes. I mean, it, it short, the short answer is yes. If I can lead by example, then, then I will. I, I think there's many takeaways from this museum. Number one, you know, Nana Louise and I, Louise, my wife of 37 years, very understanding wife of 37 years, you know, we don't have lots of money. We, you know, we have enough money to live comfortably but any extra money is, is, I mean, what do you really need it for? It's, it's just weird to look at a bank account and say, here's money. So, so, you know, we've created this museum, donation only. It's filled with artifacts and cultural objects from around the world, natural history items, dinosaur skeletons, um, you know, and, and, you know, some mounted animals as well. There's a library here that's world class. All first edition books going back as early as 1500, 1508. So this will all be donated to a foundation and, and, uh, we'll set up an endowment for it so it can last into the future. And it, it's, it's an example of what can be done with somebody with, you know, that doesn't have millions and millions and millions of dollars. And if you do have, you know, that kind of money, this is what you can do with it. And it's for the public to learn about wildlife. You know, these young kids that come through are, you know, they're looking at video screens all the time. There's nothing real in their lives. You know, there's not the natural history museums like there used to be all along the highways when I used to travel around when I was a youngster. So this is a place they can see tangible objects and, and, uh, and, and learn about this lifestyle. You know, it's called the Hand of Man Museum of Natural History, Cultural Arts, and Conservation. Mm. So the underlying message to this whole thing is, that hunting is good for conservation. And, and when they, they may come in not knowing that, when they leave, they know that. So, yeah, it's, it is. You know, again, short answer to your question, yes. If it inspires other people out there to create museums like this, then I think we wouldn't have an anti-hunting problem. You know, we still would probably have an animal rights problem, but, but not an anti-hunting problem. And uh, I'd like to see one of these museums in every community if uh, it's possible there's people that have the money to do it so yeah it was, it was to hopefully inspire and, and educate you bet hey we gotta take another break how about sticking around for a third part uh, it will be my pleasure <laughs> all right we're talking with jim shockey he's the host of shock therapy on outdoor channel sunday nights at 6 30 eastern time and this has been presented by my outdoor tv stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere anytime Time, My Outdoor TV at MyOutdoorTV.com. You can literally watch over 17 years of Jim Shockey, over 400 episodes. Fantastic stuff. My Outdoor TV. Again, Mr. Jim, social media, all that good stuff. Just Jim Shockey? JimShockey.com. You got more Jim Shockey right after this. Don't go anywhere. Back 
Back in my day, there was no such thing as the internet or social media. We had to ask Willie the town drunk to get all our information. Thank goodness for the all-new JimandTrav.com. Your one-stop shop for all things outdoors. JimandTrav.com. Stay right there. The boys will return after these short messages. Monday nights on Outdoor Channel, every adventure starts in the field and ends on the fort. The country is wild as you could ever dream. You better be ready to work for it. Join epic outdoorsmen as they hunt, fish, and forage around the world to create the perfect meal. Our quest is to bring in foodstuffs that are wild, delicious, safe, and healthy. The most mouthwatering night in Outdoor Channel history. Taste of the Wild. Mondays beginning at 7. Bon Appetit. High Mountain Seasonings. Do yourself a flavor with over 200 different items. And look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. We're back. The revolution with Jim and Trav is on with Wild Outdoors. Now, once again, here's Mr. Jim Shockey, host of Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern, presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Part 3 starts right now. Hey, we're talking Wild Outdoors on this week's show, and of course, we've had uh, two parts so far with Jim Shockey, and now I want to get into, Jim, uh, the fact that you have really hunted all over the world, but where you've really concentrated a lot of your efforts is in Canada, in a lot of the different provinces up there. Now, the thing is, because they're so remote, and give us some idea of the uh, vastness of your hunting experience and concessions and so forth. Have you ever been lost? <laughs> uh, I've been I've been greatly delayed. That? <laughs> That's a good way of putting uh, it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I can never admit that I've been lost, uh, but yeah, I've certainly not not made it back uh, on the hour that I said I would. And, and you know, a couple times in my life, I've actually there was some concern that I was going to make it back on a given evening. Uh, I was gonna. I was planning to spend the night out there, but uh, luckily, as it got darker, I, I climbed a tree in one occasion and and managed to to see a light and and headed towards that. Now, do you think it's really interesting, Mister Jim, going back and looking at your life? Talk about right place, right time, doing everything accordingly. I mean, from an all American swimmer to opening up. Um, what was, antiques? Antiques. Yeah, it was yeah ethnocentric art forms. Yeah, of, of West Western Canada. And having Ralph Lauren, which like holy cow, buy everything in your store, and then you were able to turn that and buy some land, and how it it evolved into Rogue River. I mean, if you look at your life, Mister Jim, you're blessed. It's been amazing. Well, I, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I, I really do. Thank you for the compliment. I, but I, honestly, I just lived my life doing what I was capable of doing. Not, you know, I, I was probably incapable of having a job, an actual job. So that's that's <laughs> why I ended up doing what I was doing. Unemployable. Yeah. Now, for was it your first ever published article? Was it in Bowbender Magazine? Yeah, that's that's right. Good good research. Yeah, Bowbender Magazine. Kathleen Windsor, wherever she is out there, thank you. She was the the editor that gave me my my big break, forty two dollar check, and then uh, 
off I went on a on a outdoor writing career. You think, oh my God, forty two dollar check and it turned into this. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> That's a darn good yeah. investment right there. That's better than bitcoins. But when you, you know, because I think I don't know who it was. I had read somewhere. Uh, you thought about, okay, I'm going to dabble in TV and it's going to be an adventure style. And if you're a hunter, you can appreciate any type of hunt. But there was some doubters that said, hey, this isn't going to fly. But you just went with your gut and it paid off big time, Mr. Jim. Yeah, I, I don't, I, I'm a fairly, I would say very objective person. I, I just look at the reality and the truth is the truth. And, and I, you know, I, I grew up, there was magazines like Argosy Magazine and, and even Outdoor Life, uh, Field and Stream. They had they had a, a more adventurous side or bent than than they did when I back in the early eighties. Yeah, um, you know it was getting into the how to and and how to hunt deer in your bedroom or their bedroom, and <laughs> and, uh, and, I, and it was boring writing to me. I, you know, I liked adventure, so I I felt that that was missing in our in our outdoor world. And uh, I wanted to provide it. And, and, and my feeling was, it, you know, if I felt that way, other hunters felt the same way too. A hunt is a hunt. It doesn't matter what you're hunting as long as you're learning something and you're experiencing it with the person, the host. And, and you don't have to shove lessons and education down somebody's throat and, you know, the how-to stuff. I, I, so, so I, yeah, they said if it wasn't turkeys and, and white-tailed deer, nobody would watch the TV show. And I... I begged to differ with them and, and basically gambled gambled uh, every penny we have on, on my belief. Yeah, now with Shock Therapy, again, Outdoor Channel Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, if people want to go on such a magical adventure, truly, they have to watch Shock Therapy. When you're sitting down, okay, and you're walking through the museum and you're having this in-depth conversation, let's say with Matty Gibson, do you start to get that itch again, Mr. Jim, like, that experience, that moment, that is who I am, I'm ready to get back out there? Or is it more fun to reflect back on those experiences and tell the tales? Uh, you know, I, I've been there, done that. And I, I honestly, I, I did it, you know, I, I was saying, you, you know, do it till you puke. And, <laughs> and, and I literally, you know, that that's, I loved it. I loved every second. But but to go back and try and you know do more of the same at this point for me, I, I would rather leave the opportunity open for someone else to experience it, yeah, rather than myself to experience it again. I, I've been there and I, I have memories. My you know hard drive is full of memories. That's that's what shock therapy is all about to tell the story behind the story. You know the rest of the story. The you know we might take forty hours of footage on a on a week long hunt and air half an hour of that footage on our TV show in the day. Mm -hmm. So what about, what about the other 39 and a half hours of footage? You know, there's, there's some really cool stuff that went on that we couldn't air at the time. So, so I would rather do that honestly than try and go make new memories. I, I've got all the memories of that. And, and, and I, it's time for others to, uh, chart new courses, uh, create new, you know, industry standards, raise the bar, do, do what I did, but do it better and more. Um, for me to go back, I, I, I don't know that, I, I mean, I would go back sure to Africa. I hear a doves cooing in the morning and just yesterday morning and got this pang of wanting to be in Africa again just one more time. And, and I may go back, but 
you know, I I did it, and I did it to the, my fullest. And to do it again, to do more of the same, I, I think I can spend the rest of my life doing something more um, rewarding, not financially, but uh, on on the responsibility side. I have I have a voice, so now I can tell the story to the to the world and hopefully inspire more to to follow those footsteps and, like I say, go beyond them. Cool. Cool. Hey, we've been talking with Jim Shockey. He's the host of Shock Therapy. You got to watch this, Trev, on Outdoor Channel Sunday nights at 6.30 Eastern Time. Again, yes, and it's been presented by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, World Fishing Network, and My Outdoor TV. Mr. Jim, all your socials, partners, where you're going, how you're advancing in the PGA, all good stuff like that, man. Where can we find you online? Uh, JimShockey.com or any any of the social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, or even Twitter. You can see him dancing on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Uh, not yet. <laughs> Getting there. <laughs> hey, after the break, folks, we're going to hear from Brian Tucker. He's a national sales manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Yes, that is right. Again, Mr. Jim Shockey, Shock Therapy, Outdoor Channel, Sundays, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. All new episodes. It is a must-watch. Mr. Jim, we love you. God bless you, buddy. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Love being on your show. Voted Wyoming's sexiest man three years running. Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Hey guys, this is Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager of High Mountain Seasoning. You're listening to my two favorite knuckleheads, Jim and Trav, on the Revolution Radio. My Outdoor TV is now available on all your favorite devices. With the best hunting, fishing, and shooting shows ever made, it's the ultimate streaming service for real-life outdoor adventures. My Outdoor TV is packed with over 10,000 exclusive episodes powered by Outdoor Channel, Sportsman Channel, and World Fishing Network. The leaders in outdoor entertainment. Stream on your favorite device or download to watch anywhere, anytime. Start your free trial today. My Outdoor TV, now everywhere. Are you wondering what to do with your leftover game meat? Turn it into delicious snacks. At High Mountain Seasonings, we have 25 jerky making kits, 14 snack and stick kits, and 20 sausage making kits. That means we have something for everybody. Look for the Bucking Horse logo at a retailer near you or on the web at www.himtnjerky.com. The revolution is on the air and always online at JimandTrav.com. Now, please welcome Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. Brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them to spice up your wild game cuisine at HIMTNJerky.com. Here are the boys. Hey, we are back. We're talking wild outdoors in this week's show. Before the break, the infamous Jim Shockey was on. Yeah, make sure you watch Shock Therapy on Outdoor Channel Sunday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Jim wanted to hang around, but we said you got to kick it. Brian's coming. You know why, Brian Tucker? Want a fifth sandwich? You want a fifth sandwich or something, baby? <laughs> I don't know. Did you ever? Anyways, Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager, High Mount Seasons. Did you ever see the ladies, man? I did not, but is that, I've heard the quote I think you're referring to. Is that where they asked if they want a fifth sandwich? Yeah. <laughs> you want a fifth sandwich, some baby? <laughs> anyway, speaking of fish sandwich, I love fish sandwiches. And, you know, Gorton's Best or whatever the hell that stuff is, it's really not fish. I don't know what that is. Um, but you guys have an awesome, the High Mountain Ultimate Fish Bundle on sale right now. I think it's like 20% off. This has like everything included in it, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's got five different seasonings, a marinade, a brine, and a fillet knife. So any type of fish you want to try out, uh, you know, get prepared for the grill of your smoker, we got you covered. You know, I, I follow you on Facebook, 
you know, and you always have these great fish recipes. And, you know, I, I've licked my uh, iPad so many times I can't even see it anymore. That's not COVID friendly, by the way. I don't think that's, that's kind of gross is what it is. You know, your uh, soy ginger marinade, mm-hmm. okay, which comes in this High Mountain Ultimate Fish Bundle. That soy ginger is so amazing, and it pairs great with just about everything. I mean, if you want to do roast, if you want to do fish, I mean, it, it, it's just really good. Oh, it's incredible. We used it one year at a deer camp that I was at, and... Someone had shot a deer early, and we put it on the back strap, let it marinate for 24 hours, and cooked it medium rare on the grill the next night and sliced it. It, Yeah, it was probably one of the best-tasting venison recipes I've ever had. Yeah, now the Real Flex filet knife that comes in this bundle, it's a German 41-116 stainless steel knife. It is a really nice knife. Now, when you're filleting your fish, uh, Mr. Brian, do you like to keep the skin on or not? So it's going to depend on the fish itself for sure. So like say if I'm doing a walleye, I will definitely take the skin off. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to do something like a large trout or a salmon, I like to leave the skin on just to help hold those fillets together, especially if you're going to cook them or smoke them or anything like that. Well, you know, trout scales are so small, you know, you hardly even notice that they're there. But as you say, with walleye and, and bass and so forth, uh, well, you've got to get those suckers off or take the skin off. Right. Correct. Yep, exactly. And so what we found that, especially with walleye, we'll get the skin off and then we'll split the fillet in half, kind of right down that seam. You can get all those pin bones and everything out of there and have a nice piece of uh, boneless meat, whether you're going to make fish tacos or bake it in the oven or anything like that. Yeah, again, in this High Mountain Ultimate Fish Bundle, you have like the Cajun Campfire Western-style seasoning plus the Cajun Cowboy, Mm -hmm. uh, which is great for like making blackened fish, which is one of That is my ultimate favorite, man. Blackened like that is so good. It is. It is. Whether it's either a fish that you've caught or a store-bought fish, for sure. You know, whether you use a little bit of olive oil or a little bit of butter and then really cook that on there and get that nice crust, you know, from a skillet or anything, it's... Yeah, it makes a great blackened seasoning for sure. You know, it's amazing. I was actually looking up some stats. 49 million Americans go fishing every single year. It's estimated, and this is so crazy, 956 million fish are caught annually. 64% are released, which is great, alive. Uh, But in annual, this is incredible, and this goes to like how much seasonings should be sold. (laughs) 359 million pounds of fish. That's a heck of a lot of cooking, man. Or big that taco. Is, that's a lot of fish recipes. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, my God. Now, what are some tips? Do you have any tips for grilling? And I think that is one part because you, you'll you go, like, go to a fish fry, man. Um, and it's always either well, well done, like overcooked, or yep. it is undercooked. You know, undercooked is kind of easy to tell because it has that translucent-looking color, uh-huh. you know? Yep. Um, yep. What are your tips for grilling fish? So mine especially, like... My wife really likes our salmon or oven cedar plank salmon. Oh, yeah. So that's that's one that we tend to, I mean, lean towards. So I, for that instance, I definitely leave the skin on that fish, like to your question earlier, for the salmon itself. A little bit of olive oil on the filet, coat it with the salmon or oven, get that grill up to 375 to 400 degrees after soaking that cedar plank in water for 15 minutes to an hour. Mm. And I just put it right on the... Uh, right on the grill itself. Sometimes it takes 15 minutes to cook. Sometimes it takes 25 minutes. But as soon as those corners of that filet start to flake off a little bit, you know it's done. And I haven't had any complaints yet. Yeah, well, you know, the, the problem that I have had in the past of cooking fish on the grill 
is they do stick, even though I, you know, put oil or, you know, right. Pam spray or something on. But I have got this little, uh, I don't know what you call it, but it, it folds in half and it's a like a fish grill. basket. Yeah. Like a basket. Yeah. And, and you can put those fillets in there and you can turn the thing over. Never touch it, and then when you open it up at the table, I mean, they just come off slick and clean. Right. Yep. No, those are definitely a good handy thing to have. Um, I do know some people, some recipes I've seen where they'll take either, if you like onion flavor, or they'll just take citrus, like a lemon or a lime, and they'll slice them into, you know, the rings, and they'll put the rings right on the uh, oh. grill itself, and then the fish don't tend to stick to those, and you still get a little bit of citrus flavor added to it as well. Oh, my goodness. All right. Again, Mr. Brian Tucker, National Sales Manager for High Mountain Seasonings. So cool. 30th anniversary, man, is happening now. Uh, you guys have been having giveaways, tons of sale prices. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say here. Anyways, you, you have some, some great deals. You have, I'm sitting here looking at recipes, man. I'm kind of getting hungry. <laughs> haven't had breakfast yet. Do you have these commemorative uh, cutting boards available and also some knives, right? We do. We do. So this is this is year 30 for us. It's a pretty big milestone for a company. So we've come out with um, a hardwood 30th anniversary limited edition high mount seasoning cutting board. And then we also have a chef's knife that you can be purchased with it as well if you like for kind of a nice little cutting board um, knife combo. Higher end than most that are offered, you know, in some stores and locations. And so just something special we wanted to offer for our loyal, you know, customers and everyone that would stuck with us over the years yeah now if we want to follow along for sales giveaways all sorts of stuff like that man uh where should we tune into like facebook your website what so take a look at you we have facebook we've got instagram you can check us out on both of those and then our website's obviously one of our is our best resource for specials recipes frequently asked questions and that's himtnjerky.com yeah also i think in september you don't you guys have like the country style breakfast sausage coming out all new flavor we do we do so we've kind of held off on new products for a little bit with with COVID and everything going on because our customers have been so great and just yeah. so much do-it-yourself that they were, orders were <laughs> were phenomenal. So now we're, <clears throat> excuse me, coming out with a new one that is called the Country Style. It's a little bit sweeter maple flavor with some heat to it. Ooh. And it's great for breakfast burritos, biscuits and gravy, just kind of an all-around phenomenal breakfast seasoning. We uh, made a bunch here in the office a week or two ago, and and it was a huge hit. It went over really, really well. You know, one thing that is really, really good is you catch fresh trout, you clean them, stuff them full of that maple-flavored sausage, and put them on the grill. Holy cow. Your tongue will slap you silly with every bite. So is that breakfast, lunch, or dinner? All of the above. (laughs) All of the above. (laughs) What would that be? That wouldn't be like a turducken. That would be like a fish porkin or something. I don't know. (laughs) That would be pretty cool. Right. (laughs) All right. So, again, man, uh, to follow along. By the way, we didn't talk about the High Mountain Ultimate Fish Bundle. What does that cost? Do you know? That cost on sale right now is right around $44. You said it's on special. Oh, that's cheap. All right. So we got to get to break. This has been brought to you by High Mountain Seasonings. Visit them online to spice of your wild game cuisine, H-I-M-T-N-Jerky.com. Hey, coming up next is us. Mr. Brian, we love you. God bless you, buddy. Thanks, guys. Appreciate talking to you. Have a great day. Stick around. The Revolution with Jim and Trav will continue right after these messages. How would you like to save up to $500 on your next vacation package? Any vacation package anywhere in the world. 
Just call Superior Travel and mention the code RADIO and save up to $500. We'll design a custom, fantastic vacation just for you. With all the bells and whistles. Not some cookie-cutter vacation, but a unique, all-included vacation customized by one of our exclusive travel experts. And our service is completely free. You pay nothing more. So why waste your time? Let us do it for you. We've got over 100 years of travel experience to help Help create the perfect trip for you. Call now and learn how to save up to $500 on your next custom vacation. Pick up the phone, call Superior Travel, and use the code word RADIO. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631. The Revolution with Jim and Trav present Real Men of the Outdoors. Real Men of the Outdoors. Today we salute you, Mr. Jim. Look who it is, it's Jim! With his endless supply of Tommy Bahama outfits, safari hats, and sandals. What were you thinking? I was going to change my name to Tommy Bahama. You think it looks natural, but it couldn't look weirder. Unless maybe it had a propeller. Oh, look at the freak! I do have new shorts. <laughs> well, I got Hollywood legs. I, I like to wear shorts and a t-shirt when I record. Do you know that I have barbecue sauce on my knuckle? Yeah, I did lick it off. So once again, we salute you, oh grandpappy of the outdoors, Mr. Jim. I don't know if it was from yesterday or last week. It's the grandpappy of the outdoors. Great show, everyone. We just gotta get out of here. Man, this is it. Oh, no. This sounds serious and real. This concludes the revolution with Jim and Trav this week. What the hell are you still doing here? Don't forget to drop the boys some feedback and stay in touch at JimandTrav.com. Hey, what a great show this week. Talking about the wild outdoors. Yeah, we should have interviewed that fly that's being annoying. Oh, isn't that something? Probably would have had more to say than Cat Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> I like, I, I think He was our first guest. That's so cool, calling him Mountain Cat. But yeah, we had a Cat Daddy on, or the Mountain Cat. We had Jim Shockey. How fun oh, was that? was that great or what? He had to wrap things up so flavorful. Brian Tucker, High Mountain Seasonings. He tasted good. He did taste good. So what do you want to say, Jimbo? Hey, I want to say that we just picked up a brand new station up in Salem, Oregon, KYKN. Thank you very much. Make sure you tune in and listen, boys and girls. We get outdoors this week and take some kiddos with you. It doesn't matter if you're barbecuing, if you're fishing, uh, if you're just plinking in the backyard. Uh, just recreate outdoors as a family and always make sure. Firearm safety. Hammer home firearm safety. We got to go. We will return next week. Peace out. God bless. We love you. Oh, I almost spilled my drink. <laughs> uh, we love you, boys and girls. We'll return next week. Peace out. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. It's staff and management.